Hello and welcome to Stuff I Fucked Up. I'm your host, Andy Wallace, and this is a podcast about stuff I fucked up. So recently I tried to boost a couple of my posts on Instagram. Boosting is a service offered by Instagram where you can pay them a set amount of money to put your posts into people's feeds and searches and stuff for a few days or a month or however long you want to. So I tried one. It was immediately rejected. And instead of looking for any reason why it was rejected or using any rationality, I immediately just switched to another one, tried that again, was rejected. And then I was like, well, maybe it's because it wasn't my own picture that I used on the post. So I tried one where it was uh, a picture of my dog and that was immediately rejected. So then instead of doing any real research, I just found somebody young at my work, a person who's like 22 year old, and I was like, yo, how come Instagram keeps rejecting uh, my money? Like, I, And she's like, oh, they're not rejecting your money. They're just rejecting your post. They've taken your money and you won't get it back. And I was like, all right. And she's like, uh, I was like, so why won't they do it? She's like, okay, well, let's see here. Um, do you have swearing in your podcast? And I'm like, yeah. She's like, do you have swearing in the post? And I'm like, yeah. She's like, okay, that's that's probably not good. You should probably change that. And she's like, okay, do you use your own photos? And I'm like, no. She's like, what do you do? I'm like, I steal stock photos. And she's like, okay, do you use music in your podcast? And I go, yeah. She said, is that music copyrighted? And I go, yeah. And she said, is it is it under your name? And I go, no, no. It's, it's copyrighted by various record labels of uh huge artists and she's like oh, okay well do you take the music off spotify and like edit it into your podcast because you can do that if you if you're on anchor i'm like i'm on anchor but what i do is i go to youtube and i rip the song and then i put it into my podcast and she's like yeah um yeah you're gonna have to change all of that how many posts is it in and i'm like it's every post and she's like, I think you might be fucked. So this story takes place a long time ago, probably 15 years ago. I was a young man, 22 or 23 years old at the time. I was in a job as an executive assistant. Now, what an executive assistant does is all the shit, uh, basically all the regular human being shit that an executive uh, doesn't have time to do because all that executives do is just go to meetings and talk and then decide who's going to get fired. That's the extent of what they do. And you look at all their emails, you get to see like what their wives and mistresses and shit are saying to them. And you don't get to tell anybody about it. And famous people call you on the phone and you just put them on hold and then ask your exec if they want to talk to them. And they're like, no, not right now. And then you go back on the phone to the famous person and you're like, nah, not right now. And they're like, okay. That's what being an executive assistant is basically. It's going into boardrooms uh, with their lunch and uh, putting it down in front of them. And everybody uh, 
just looking straight through you like you're not even there. So that's what I was doing at the time. And um, I think I think I was good at it. Anyway, I, I never, ever, to my own detriment, I never call in sick. But, but back in this time, I was, uh, you know, I was drinking quite a bit, a lot every weekend, every night, every night, a lot. And uh, I guess I'd come off of, I'm trying to remember, I think it was a Monday, and I'd come off of a big weekend of acting like an asshole, for sure. And I was hungover, and I had crazy anxiety, and I don't know what it was uh, about that particular day, but for whatever reason, I just couldn't face the music. And and so I, I went into the office of the exec with my tail between my legs, and I said, I'm really sorry. I got to take a sick day. And he was like, you look like shit. Like, you look like absolute shit. And I wasn't sick. I was just hangover sick. <laughs> but he bought it right away. He's like, get out of here. Whatever. Some other stupid executive assistant will answer the emails. Whatever. You guys are replaceable. I don't care. Goodbye. So he sends me home. And I'm so, I think I was still, I was still living with my parents at this time. So I have like a tiny room in my parents' house and I get home and for whatever reason, I lost my key to get into my parents' house and they normally, they hid a spare key outside, but for some reason the spot had changed and I didn't know about it. And because I was such a low life at the time, I didn't, I had a cell phone, but it was literally like a pay as you go cell phone. You'd get like a $25 card you'd make five calls. This is like a flip phone. You'd make five calls and then you'd have to reload it. So my cell phone had like 25 cents left on it. Not enough to make a call to my mom who was at work. <laughs> so I walked, uh, I had a couple quarters in my pocket. I had to walk all the way down the block to the grocery store where there was a payphone. This is when payphones still existed. Um, and, and they were starting to not exist. That's why I had to walk a pretty long distance to get to one. So I went to the payphone. I called my mom at work who didn't pick up. I left a message asking where the key was and, uh, realized that it was pointless because she couldn't call me back. So I started to walk home and I'm, it's a hot day. I'm queasy just walking home and I'm going through the neighborhood. It's very quiet. I'm the only one on the street. This car comes around a corner up ahead of me and there's a lady, the street that the car is turning onto, there's a lady who's going around the front of her car to get into the door of her car. And this car just turns around the corner and hits this lady and just mashes her right into her own car. So it, it takes out this lady basically at the back of the knees and just mashes into the car. Now the guy wasn't going super fast. Like it was a neighbor, uh, you know, uh, uh, it was a neighborhood, like, uh, what the fuck do you call it? I don't even know the word, but the, the speed, the speed limit was very low. And <laughs> this lady lets out this scream, like terrifying, like horror movie scream, like, <laughs> insane blood curdling scream and I stop and 
I'm kind of trying to figure out whether this is actually happening. The driver who hit her (laughs) backs his car up immediately, and the lady just crumples to the ground. Like she's, (laughs) I just assume both her legs are gone. And the car just backs up and stops, and this lady's just on the ground screaming, screaming. So I start to run up, and I'm kind of tentatively running up, A, because I'm super hungover, but B, because I can see that I'm the only person around who has witnessed this. And I'm the only person in a position to do anything. And this lady sounds like she's going to die. And I know that she is going to die if <laughs> if I'm the person that's tending to her. So I shuffle up to her and she's just hysterically screaming. And I remember kind of being like annoyed when I when I got up to her because for sure she was in shock by that point like she could not feel what was happening to her but she's just doing that like she was like this middle age maybe like 50 years old and she was just doing that thing of somebody who has like zero composure now yes she did just get hit by a car she'd probably never been hit by a car in her life but like it's probably been a solid 30 seconds since she got a hit and she's been screaming for the entire time. So I get up to her and I'm like, Oh, uh, uh, calm down, calm down. (laughs) And I remember that actually made her stop screaming because she looked up at me and gave me this look like, what the fuck are you telling me to do? Do you see what just fucking happened to me? You stupid fucking idiot. And she stopped screaming. And I went, okay, it's okay. It's okay. (laughs) And she was like, then she started screaming again. And I go, don't move. Don't move. And she's kind of just on all fours. Like she's not flat on the ground. She's just up on her knees. And I go, don't move. I'm just going to look and see. And I look around the back of her leg. And now this is a, a warning. This is not for squeamish people. Her leg... The back of one of her legs is torn open from basically her upper back of her thigh all the way down to her kneecap is like wide open. Like I'm seeing bone. (laughs) I'm seeing like, and this wasn't a small lady either. So I'm seeing lots and lots of fat. And I don't mean that in a derogatory sense. I mean actual fat. Like if you... If you've never seen fat from inside a human body, just just pray that you don't ever have to see it. It looked like an alien. So this lady's in shock. I, I'm in shock. And uh, I'm just like, okay, uh, don't don't move. And I look back to where the driver is. He's still in his car. He's just sitting there staring straight ahead like he has no idea what to do. So eventually, finally, finally, it felt like about 20 minutes, somebody runs out of their house, another guy who had heard, he runs up, and I'm sort of tending to this lady, but this guy's in hero mode. He's like, everybody, don't move. (laughs) I'm like, hey, man, I already established the don't move. He's like, okay, is your spine hurt? Can you tell me your name? So he starts asking all the right questions to this lady, and she's like sort of calming down, but not really, and the Another dude runs out of his house, this big bald guy. 
and he <laughs> he just runs straight up to the driver and just hauls him out of the car. Like this guy was making no attempt to get away or anything. The driver of the car was this other other. It was a, a big fat guy, uh, in middle age as well. Pulls him out. He's like, "Don't don't you even think about going anywhere, buddy." This dude hasn't said a single word yet. He's just like, "I was just making a turn. I hit, I hit the leg, the legs." And like he, he's completely fucked. He he can't even move. He's gone catatonic. And this other dude's like treating him like a cop. He's like slamming him against the car. He's like, "If you move, we're calling the cops on you. We already called the cops. Fuck you!" Like he's <laughs> screaming. So one guy's screaming at the driver. Another guy's tending to the woman. And eventually a crowd of people start coming out on the street. And I'm just kind of just sheepishly standing there like, eh, eh, eh. and so the hero guy, the hero guy stands up and the woman's leg isn't bleeding. That, that was the weird part. Like I was expecting blood to be like spurting out all over the place. There's like a little tiny bit of blood, but it's not like you, you see someone get their body torn open. You expect blood to be falling out but there's no blood but the guy the hero guy looks around he's like we need a tourniquet now (laughs) and he looks at me and so (laughs) i remember i had this stupid shirt on it was like almost a a, a pajama top i don't know it was a very light like lindeny shirt for summer (laughs) and i just sort of started taking it off and the guy then again looked at me like, what the fuck are you doing? Not using your stupid shirt. So during the melee of people realizing what was going on, a guy had come out. I guess he was just about to take a shower. He come outside in his house coat, a nice white house coat. And the hero dude is just like, you, buddy, I need the belt from your house coat now. And the house coat guy is like, uh, I, you know, I'm like, yeah and the guy's like i don't care take the belt off and the guy sort of like starts to put his hands on it either like don't touch my house coat belt or like trying to take it off the the hero dude just pushes his hands away undoes the house coat belt and rips it off and rips the guy's whole house coat off and the guy is 100 percent naked so now i'm seeing the inside of someone's leg i have my shirt off I'm seeing the inside of this lady's leg. I'm seeing a naked guy, a naked guy's cock and balls <laughs> in the street. The hero is tying up this lady's leg. And uh, the other hero guy is like, <laughs> is laying a police officer style beating on the, dri- the driver who has, who has made no attempt to get away. So the, the, the house coat guy just does like classic TV. <laughs> like he just puts his hand <laughs> over his, over his penis. <laughs> and he's just standing there like, well, I'm worried about this woman, but now I'm just naked. I'm just five minutes ago. I was going to take a shower. And now I'm naked in the street. All my neighbors have seen my penis and balls. <laughs> so he just, <laughs> he just kind of backs out and goes back inside. And, uh, luckily where this thing has happened was right in front of a doctor's office. So 
somebody had run in, grabbed one of the doctors who came out, and he's looking at this lady's leg. And this is like a general practitioner. <laughs> so, you know, he, I could tell he was just like, well, uh, she doesn't seem like she's dying. Uh, yeah, just keep asking her questions. And, uh, yeah, hopefully the uh, ambulance comes soon. So, anyway, finally the ambulance and cops show up. And... Uh, they talk to the hero first. They're like, he's like, all I did was I saw a situation where someone needed help and I jumped in. I got a belt for her, put a tourniquet on. That's all I, that's all I, that's all I did. And so the cops are like, well, that's not helpful. And then I'm just like still, I don't know if I should leave or not. But then the, the hero's like, look, man, the only other guy I saw was this guy right here, this guy. And, uh, like, I don't know what he knows. I don't know what he did. Like he was just here. So, like, talk to him. So the hero guy just walks off. Then the cops ask me, you know, what happened. So I tell them exactly what I saw. The poor driver is just, he his whole life is fucked. He's just, he's still just standing there like, I, I was just, uh, I lost control. And then I, that's it. <laughs> and the lady, they carted her off. I think she was okay. I never really heard what happened to her. But I remember I walked home and uh, I felt even worse than the hangover. And I just went upstairs. Uh, I think my mom was home by that point. I don't really remember. I went upstairs and I laid on my bed for the rest of the day. And I, and I don't think I ate for like three days. And... Uh, I definitely contemplated calling in sick for like the rest of that week, which I didn't do, but it really traumatized me. And I guess in a way it serves me right for taking a sick day uh, when I didn't really have to take a sick day. It was uh, self-inflicted sickness. And karma got me for... For doing that, for not keeping my cell phone stocked up, for not keeping track of my spare key for the house. Anyway, that's what happens when you lie, people. You get to see the inside of some old middle-aged lady's leg and hear her scream a lot. Anyway, that's it. Uh, I think I'm going to be taking a little break. Uh, I have done too much Instagram, too much internet. Uh, I can't stand myself, the sound of my voice, uh, posting on Instagram, looking at Instagram. So I'm deleting Instagram for the month. Uh, I'm not going to be putting out a podcast till the new year. And uh, I'm going to try to do all my Christmas shopping without using the internet. I'm going to try not to use uh, the internet at all, except for work. So this is it. Uh, I hope you have a great holidays, Christmas, Hanukkah, and all that shit. And uh, follow me on Apple Music and Instagram and fucking Google and Spotify and all that shit. And uh, I'll talk to you soon. Bye.